Welcome to the Holistic Living Hub podcast. I'm your host, Laura. I'm a naturopath and founder of the Holistic Living Hub. I'm here to remind you that blooming into the most happy, healthy, high vibe version of yourself is the most important work you can do. Each week, I'll be filling your mind with gems of wisdom, sweet little reminders, and all things holistic living to help you come back home to yourself and start living your best life. Plus, I'm not afraid to have some unconventional conversations and challenge the mainstream narrative to help awaken you to new ways of thinking and being. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode six. So today's episode, I really want to chat about nutrition because I know there is so much conflicting information out there as to what the hell you actually should be eating or what diet is best for you. Now, there are definitely many ways you can approach diet and what works for some may not work for others. The one thing I do know to be true is that diet is a huge factor of health. It's definitely not the only factor, but it's definitely a major one. And many people fail to realize just how much of an intimate process eating actually is. And I'd say it's even more intimate than sex. And before you think I'm a total weirdo, let me explain When you eat food, you are literally taking something from outside of your body and putting it into your body. And in return, your body is basically getting created out of those ingredients. So to me, that's freaking intimate and it's sacred if you ask me. But I feel so many people are still completely confused as to what they should be eating and what diet's best because... We're living in such a time where there's so much abundance of different sorts of foods and I guess there's a lot of things that are being sold as food, but they may not be actually that nourishing to the body. So I understand why people are confused. Plus, I know there's a lot of hype around calorie counting and counting macros or food logging, just all of that sort of stuff. And I know it really, really well because I used to do it myself. And I have to say, I really don't recommend it due to my own process with it. Some people, yes, it can work. And it's more so in the short term. I see it working for some people, but I also see it leading to a lot of health issues down the road. And it's because of the process of actually tracking macros and counting calories and all those sorts of things that I see a lot of people actually shifting more towards processed and artificially sweetened diet foods. And I understand why, because these foods are a lot easier to track because they have a barcode and because they're usually manipulated. Like if something's got on the label, like slapped on it, like sugar-free, fat-free, it's been manipulated to be like that. So um, it can, in some circumstances, be helpful if you're tracking macros because you can still get something that tastes okay and fits within your macros. But that, in reality, always has a payoff. If you're simply counting calories and counting macros, then that is going to hurt in the long run because a huge mistake I'm currently seeing people make is that they're thinking if they stay within their macros or they're within their calorie count that they're going to be healthy or lose weight and yeah it might work for some people but personally I've been down that road and it did not lead to health whatsoever yes I was able to cut a bit of extra fat but the payoff was not worth it I began to see food as literally just a calculation and I was constantly trying to manipulate the numbers to fit as much in as I could or to get a specific result 
And I started to choose a lot more processed foods over whole foods because I could literally eat a 77 calorie banana paddle pop instead of a piece of fruit because my body, because it was so starving, it was just screaming out for give me sugar and fat. Um, And that's what can happen when you're in a constant calorie deficit. And I'd literally instead deprive myself of eating healthy fats like nuts and seeds and avocado or coconut and even just fruit in general. The only fruit that I would allow myself is a couple of berries um, and nothing else. That's all I would allow myself. And yeah, no way would I let myself like eat an avocado or coconut because that was just a waste of calories. That's what I literally thought at that time. And if I could I not track my calories before I ate it. So if I was out for dinner or, or someone else was preparing my food, I would freaking lose my mind because I could not track it because I didn't know what they were putting into it. I didn't like, I couldn't calculate it. So I would literally eat my chicken breast and broccoli. And then I would go out for lunch with my friends, watch them eat and then go home and eat again because I was eating every two to three hours at that point. So it was really affecting my social life and I wasn't even allowing myself that enjoyment of, I guess, eating socially and mentally it was just messing with me because I would need to, I had this fixation of counting all the numbers and making sure that it was absolutely perfect. And during this process, my digestive issues also got a lot worse because I was in such a like a constant binge and restrict cycle. I would literally restrict myself all week. And then on the weekend, I would binge until like I would write down all the food that I wanted to eat all week. Like this is at this point, because I was in such a deficit calorie wise, I think I was only allowing myself around 1,200 calories at this point, And I was training really hard at the same time. So I was in quite a deficit and I was craving things like donuts, which I had never been a donut person until then. I was also craving just like hot chips and things like that. I used to crave fruit. And at this point I was craving like the most calorie dense foods because my body was so freaking starving. And my hormones was totally out of whack. I was constantly hangry and I was just totally, completely consumed by my diet and the way that I looked physically. I'd even not go to the beach and work out in the gym instead. I was never satisfied after eating. I'd literally be thinking about my next meal after I just had eaten. And oh my God, the food prepping, that was just insane. At the time, my little sister, Ali, shout out. We were going through this journey together and she would do a lot of the meal prepping, but it was a lot of time in the kitchen because I was literally eating like five to six meals a day. They were small meals, but they were all perfectly bloody calculated and I would have to sit down and eat. And at this time I was actually a hairdresser as well. So to actually get multiple breaks was like impossible because as a hairdresser you ate when you can like I would eat when I was mixing colors in the back room sometimes your lunch break would be pushed back to like 4 p.m in the afternoon because you either had a walk-in or you ran late with your clients so to be able to fit that many meals in was honestly next to impossible I tried to make it work but it definitely was not serving my lifestyle and I think anyone trying to eat that often it's just constantly draining not only for your body to constantly be in digestion mode but also just to it's time consuming to constantly sit down and be present with a meal five to six times a day is just not sustainable I think we've been I guess 
conditioned to constantly graze and I don't think it's serving a lot of people. So all in all, this was not a healthy or sustainable lifestyle for me. I was doing all of this, like putting so much focus on the way I looked and diet, yet I was the most unhealthy that I had ever been mentally and physically and emotionally. Yes, on the outside, I looked healthy, but in reality, I was starving, moody, anxious. I had no social life and I was the most insecure in my body that I had ever been. And as I said, severe digestive issues because of that constant binge and restrict cycle. And I think also that anxiety that tied towards just eating in general also wasn't helping my digestion because when you're in a stress mode or anxiety mode, your digestive system is not going to switch on properly. So in hindsight, I see how that would have been affecting me as well. But these days it's quite different in what I'm doing and how I approach health and what true health to me looks and feels like is pretty much I I cook with so much love. I eat real whole foods and I nourish my body as much as I can. I don't count calories. Instead, I just go for the most nutrient dense, nourishing whole foods or the foods that feel really like a calling out to me. So if I want fruit, if I want extra fats, if I want extra protein, like I, I listen to my body and I have that communication with my body now because I'm not logging my food and pre-preparing it as much. It's more, I, I go day to day and it's not like, no, today and all week long, you are only getting chicken breast and broccoli, carrots and beans. Like it was just insane what I was doing. So I allow myself to enjoy like fruits and healthy fats and all different types of proteins. But I also don't isolate myself from social situations or avoid eating out with friends and enjoying sort of those more indulgent foods as well in good company, because I feel like that's a different sort of nourishment. It's more like soul nourishment. You're getting that connection piece as well. So I've really found that beautiful balance between conscious indulgences and nourishing my body. And for me, being healthy and vibrant is a priority. And that's why I choose to eat mostly real nourishing whole foods made by nature, kissed by the sun, and that was prepared with love. And I know that is 100% what my body thrives off. Because the truth is when you fuel your body with like food that's made by nature, Your entire system works better because your body knows what to do with it because humans have been eating real foods like vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, meats, and fish for hundreds of thousands of years. So your body knows how to utilize it and break these foods down. Though I can't say the same for man-made processed foods. These foods have only really been around for the last hundred years since the industrial revolution, which I must say is like a fart in the wind compared to what nature has provided for thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years. And our bodies truly have evolved with these foods. So really processed foods still are quite unrecognizable to the body. And because of this, it's more likely when when you're putting chemicals into your body and your body doesn't know what to do with it because it's been made in a lab or it's more man-made, the body gets confused and it's like, okay, well, we'll just store that in fat. We might store it into the bones or store it into the brain because the body doesn't know what to do with it, doesn't know how to utilize it. And this is where things like weight gain or difficulty losing weight can happen because there's so much toxins and chemicals that are being shuttled off into your fat storage or same things like 
aching bones and joints or even just like poor memory or bad mental focus because there's toxins being stored in the bones in the brain. And although you don't notice the effects straight away, slowly this builds and manifests as the toxic load gets bigger. So yes, some people might get a sort of a payoff or a quick win by shedding a bit of weight by calorie counting or counting macros and sort of just eating, you know, the shakes and the bars and more of these processed foods. But in the long run, the system starts to break down. It doesn't work as well. And the body can't possibly continue to grow, regenerate and thrive from these artificially dead processed packaged foods. It just doesn't work like that. Of course, we don't drop dead and we don't starve, but your body ends up starving of nutrients and it affects things like your hormones and your digestion and just all sorts of processes in your body because it's not meant to be fueled with that. It's just like putting the wrong fuel in your car. It doesn't work properly. And this is why when some people are following more of a, like a processed food diet, they crave a lot more food or they're feeling the need to eat every couple of hours. And this could simply be because the body's actually just starving of nutrients from real food. And this isn't to say that you should never eat processed or artificially made man-made foods. If you're fueling your body with mostly whole foods, your body will of course be able to deal with the occasional intake of processed foods. It just becomes an issue when you're sort of like constantly loading your body up with those sorts of foods or those artificial foods because that becomes taxing over time. So these days my philosophy is simply enjoy indulgent foods on occasion with good company, choose more real food over fake food, eat intuitively instead of calculating, count nutrients, not calories, and eat to feel good rather than to look a certain way. And one of the things that a lot of people, I guess, push up against like preparing and eating real whole foods is that you got to cook and prepare them from scratch. And I just really want to drive home that you can learn how to cook. It doesn't have to be complicated. If I can do it, you can too. I did not go to any sort of cooking school or get taught any things in specific. I just played around in the kitchen and through trial and error, I learned how to cook. And I've definitely over time become more, much more intuitive with it. Really from the start, I was quite intuitive with how I cooked. I just taste test along the way. I look for certain consistencies, but it does become a bit of an art. The more you play with it, the more you can play around with it. But I understand a lot of people do like some sort of structure and recipes to follow. That's where I started. So I have decided to finally put together a recipe ebook because over the past few months, a lot of people have been reaching out and being like, how do you cook your veggies? What do you do with them? What healthy desserts can I make? What, how did you cook this? Can I have the recipe for that? And in all honesty, I have like, I have a lot of trouble writing recipes down because I am quite like an eyeballer, sort of do it on the fly and mix that together. And it's like, I'm making a magic potion, but I have gotten into the habit of writing more recipes down so I can share them. And so far I've only been sharing them in the Holistic Living Hub. And that's where I share a lot of other info and courses and resources just to help women fully transform their health. Though I know a lot of people aren't ready for all of that information. They just want some recipes to start playing around with. So I have been working on it. I am putting a little ebook together. So that is coming soon. So if you want to get notified once it's finally released, I have a wait list that you can sign up to. I'll pop the link in the show notes. Otherwise, you can just go to www.lauralaguno.com.au forward slash 
nourish yourself. So I hope you got something out of that today. It's really just, I really want to bring home the fact that eating food is really intimate and it should be a sacred process. Nourishing your body does matter and it does matter what you put in. I have created posts in the past that do, does say, you know, it's not just diet. It is one piece of the puzzle. It's definitely a big piece because we're constantly doing it. We're constantly, like we have to eat. Most of us are eating at least three times a day. So it is a constant process that we are constantly putting input into the body. And of course, the input does matter. The quality does matter. And it just, it does make total sense. I, I know a lot of people know what they quote unquote should be eating, but I guess it can be a bit of a speed bump to really get into that routine and know what to cook and have that inspiration. So that's what I hope to, I guess, offer through the ebook. So you have some inspo to draw from and I don't cook anything fancy. I did not go to cooking school, so nothing is fancy. Um, some of the ways that I plate things may look fancy, but I promise it is not complicated what I do. Um, I trust that if I can do it, you can too. So I can't wait to get this out to you. And I guess just knowing that in the long term, like if you're looking at a long game, giving your body the ingredients it requires is always going to be the most sustainable, the most nourishing, the most rewarding to your body. So I understand a lot of us do want to look a certain way, but I just want to ask you the question, is it really worth it if you feel like shit? If you're constantly starving, if you have no fucking social life, if you're missing out on going to the beach because you want to train, if you don't even allow yourself the flexibility to, I guess, indulge when you want, is it really worth it? For me, it was not. I'd rather be five kilos heavier, be just a normal weight, not be shredded and enjoy my life. I am so much freaking happier now that I'm on the other side of that. And for me personally, the more focus that I put on my body and the way I looked, the more distorted my relationship with my body was. I literally, when I was the skinniest and most leanest I had ever been, I honestly thought that I was fat. That's how distorted my relationship was. And that wasn't a thing, like I've always been quite a small person. And for me to, at my lightest weight, my lowest body fat to think that I was fat, it was disturbing. And I know so many other women who go through this process that, it's never good enough. It's never small enough. I think we all need to stop trying to shrink ourselves and actually allow ourselves to take up bloody space in the world and take the focus off the body and instead put like the focus on how do we feel and enjoyment and pleasure and reconnecting with food because so often we punish ourselves with food. We punish ourselves with exercise and it's just, I don't believe it's the way forward. And I guess I just want to really share with you that it has been so worth just breaking out of that cycle for me. There is so much more to life than looking a certain way. I think we've all, we've all been conditioned into skinny is better, all of that. But what about just feeling good? and loving your body how it is and just nourishing it and loving on it. And a byproduct of that is that you will be a healthy weight. Just because I stopped tracking everything didn't mean that I put on 20 kilos. I'm a healthy weight. It's my natural weight. This is what happens when I eat and nourish my body from the inside out. 
women aren't meant to have super low body fats. We have fat on us because we need storage, obviously, for when we bring a baby into the world. Our hips grow larger to accommodate for a baby. All of these things that we're sacrificing by trying to make us so much smaller. I can't tell you how many women I know who have lost their period due to dieting super hard. How is that a sign of health? If you become infertile, that just goes to show how unsustainable that way of living is. If your body actually can't produce or isn't ovulating to continue the human race, then something's seriously wrong. Okay, so I realized that I just went on a major tangent just then, but I just, I guess I'm really passionate about this and I definitely have had my own experience through this and yeah, I guess I just want to be able to be the example for other women that you can get to the other side of it. So I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. If you want to reach out to me, if you're going through something like I've gone through, I'm always here to chat. So my inbox is always open, always jump into my DMs, um, more than happy to chat with you. But yeah, I'm excited to get this ebook out to you all and yeah, just inspire you all to, I guess, just nourish your bodies a little bit more and get more intimate with the food that you eat because it's what's creating your body. Alrighty, that is all for this week. I will chat to you in the next episode. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode. It's one of my missions to keep freedom of speech and holistic wisdom alive in a time of such wild censorship. So please, if you've gotten anything out of this episode or you would like to support me and my message, please leave a magic-filled review on whatever app you're listening from and share this episode with someone you think would benefit. I'm so grateful for your support. Have a beautiful week. Big love and bye for now.